Hey, everybody, and welcome to the SoFlow Circle podcast, South Florida's business podcast, where we talk to owners and entrepreneurs about what they've learned throughout the journey of growing their companies. My name is Tim Davis, and I'm your host. Today in the podcast, we have Claudie Zeladon, founder of Miami's chapter of Gigi's Playhouse. Gigi's Playhouse changes lives through free educational, therapeutic-based, and career development programs for individuals with Down syndrome, their families, and the community. Claudia and I talk about her story of starting the Miami chapter of Gigi's Playhouse, changing our limiting beliefs, and what the incredible future for Gigi's in our region looks like. That's enough for me. Let's get to it. Clary, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? Great, great. Thank you, Tim, for having me here. Yeah, we're so excited to have you and to hear about uh, Gigi's Playhouse and how you've started the chapter down here in uh, in Miami, Miramar, you're located in Miramar, right? But is it the Miami chapter? It's the Miami. It's the Miami chapter. Okay. I live in in Miramar, but uh, okay. We are looking for the location to be in Miami Lakes. Great. And so, yeah, so we're very excited. We're hoping to open December of this year, and so very excited. We're like yeah. very close, very close. Wonderful. So g- give us sort of the backstory of how you came to to start the chapter down here in South Florida and, and what your own story is with, with Gigi's Playhouse. Okay. So so I happened to learn about Gigi's Playhouse. I have, um, I was uh, pregnant um, for the first time I had my, my, my story was that I've been married for 20 years and we've been trying to have kids for uh, for the last 10 years and I had six miscarriages. So uh, the wow. last pregnancy that I had, uh, one of the doctors said to me, you know, Clary, listen, it's just, you know, we can't find what's happening. Why are you losing the babies? We don't have no, no answer. But um, you have 1% then you know, chances of, Miracles happen, they can happen, you can have a baby. Mm-hmm. And I remember that I just said to him, it's like, what I, what do I have to do to do the 1% to have mm-hmm. a baby? Because I really want to be a mom. So uh, he said, just if you believe in God and miracles, it's going to happen. So just mm-hmm. so we just left it that way. And and, and I, I decided, you know, I just didn't want to think about it. And just, I mean, we went on vacation came back from vacation I was pregnant and so uh, it was like a surprise because I didn't think I was could be pregnant yeah but when I got the yeah I got the results of being pregnant you know I had a beautiful pregnancy I was like super happy but didn't want to tell too many people because I was already had lost six pregnancies before her so Mm. just we just kept it really quiet in uh 14 weeks i was able to get a you know blood work and to see if she was going to be a baby girl a baby boy and and just make sure everything was okay with the pregnancy and i got the the diagnosis uh, that she was going to come with down syndrome it was like a 99 percent with down syndrome it was a little bit like was not expected mm. but it was a little shock for myself uh i'm in the medical field so i i do understand everything about you know a a down syndrome and so i was mm-hmm. a little bit afraid or not that i could do i could be a good mom um but just like like the unknown 
Like, uh, yeah. everything that I will read about Down syndrome was, like, very negative, you know, and the, uh, when you're in the medical field, everything is in the books, what their books tells you, and doctors cannot fix Down syndrome. So it was mm. a, a, but in my mind was, like, I wanted to be a mom. I wanted to be, I want my baby, and I want my husband to feel the same way. So Finally, you know, I talked to my husband. I told him what the doctor said, and he's like, Clary, don't worry about it. We're going to have this baby. This is our miracle, and we're just going to be very happy. So mm. it, it, was like a, it was like a dream for myself and for him. You know, we were going to be parents, so we enjoyed our pregnancy. We didn't tell anyone, so we had our baby. So when I actually present my baby to the to my friends into the world, I present my baby like Alejandra, not just she's a special baby, she has an extra chromosome. Hmm. No, I started showing all my friends like her potential, like she was like any other human being, and yeah. she could do anything like any others. So, but I started like searching myself and becoming an advocate for her, like learning about Down syndrome and in different. A, a different uh, programs that they, a Miami had. A, there was only like resources program that you go for like uh, meeting families or like getting, you know, a, some information about therapies, but there was not really any specific program that will allow you to like come in and talk to someone or talk to another mom. So I started searching in the internet and I found Gigi. And mm. I love the idea of Gigi because what I was really looking as a parent and as a new mom, I was looking to see what was the future of my daughter. Yeah. Oh, uh, I know she's little, but I know she can do. She can go to university. She can do a lot of things that I want. I don't want to put limits on her. So what yeah. I like about Gigi's, I it was in November that I actually two years ago, I went. I we we actually bought a ticket and we flew to Chicago. I met Nancy, which is the founder of the first GDs in Chicago. And exactly what I was looking for. I walked into wow. the doors. I had a congratulation. Uh, everybody was like in love with Alejandra. Everybody mm -hmm. wanted to know where we were from. We came from all the way from Miami to meet the place. And I was able to see little ones from like prenatal like moms that were pregnant they were there looking for resources and looking for families to talk to i was all able to see the little ones like in the music class and in learning different activities um i was able to see the toddlers doing a lot of the speech therapy and a lot of the activities that were on the playhouse and I was able to see the adults. They were working in the coffee shop and doing a lot of activities, like volunteer, like an entrepreneur, because they were hopping into like ideas for the Playhouse, ideas yeah. about different programs. So I was like, I was so like impressed and I was so like relieved. Yeah. I was able to see my little one just only like a few days old. And, and I was able to see, like, what her future was going to be like. Not so, like, she can do this, she can do that, she can do... There was no limits. And it's like I see everyone that was able to 
you know, uh, crow, walk, talk, yeah. now working and now being independent. Some other like driving. And I was like, it was a relief for myself. It was really like something yeah. that I didn't know and Gigi brought it to my life. Um, an opportunity for as a parent, like also open opportunities for other for other parents and not just see the, the white and black, you know, a, a just more possibilities and no limits. No yeah. our kids and we are all different. So we all learn different ways. So this mm -hmm. is a place that it really brings all that about. Like learning, the possibilities, all the resources, the families together, the community together, companies helping the mission and seeing what the results are. So it, it really like everything in one place and it just yeah. took me away from like, um, I really wanted to be part of this. So, so I started like asking Nancy, I went the first year, then I, I, I didn't make the decision like right away because I really wanted to like fall in love with the place and I really wanted to see everything, how it works. And mm -hmm. so the next year I came back to Chicago and I told Nancy, listen, I'm thinking I'm ready. I can't, how, what do we do? What do I do? What do I need to do? What do I need <laughs> to find out? Uh, how do we open this in Miami? Because we have nothing like this in Miami. And so she, she, she sat down with us and they say, if you, if you want to do it, we can put a team together. Clary, I show you. You just have to find other moms, other families, other friends that they have the potential. They have the same heart that you have and would love the mission and would love to help and, and volunteer and give their time. So it's just a matter of you finding a team and get it all together and, and then we'll do it. So I started, <laughs> so right away I started like searching for my friends and friends wow. of friends asking who can, you know, will be able to be in my team and do it. Uh, and and so we did the process. I say it, it's a process of almost like two years because it really you think okay yes now you have the idea now you want the chapter but everything has to go with the, a little bit. You gotta learn your community. You're gonna learn um right. you know, like the companies that are around in your area. You also have to like have like a network of a school that you know, therapists that you know, like people that like to volunteer, uh, students that like to give time and volunteer too. So you have to have like a network and little by little, like you start learning all that, that it's just, it's not easy. And, and yeah. a lot of people think that nonprofit organizations are like, oh, they're, they're, they're nonprofit, it's super easy. But it has a lot into it because yeah. even if you're putting a, a lot of your time, your own time, a lot of your financial also to you, you're helping for mm -hmm. the organization to grow in, 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 in helping the mission. And, but what's most the hardest is to find those, to find those individuals that have the, really the love in the, in the time to give it to someone else. And yeah. that's, that's the, I think that's the hardest 
the hardest on any nonprofit organization is to really find that quality of individuals that want to give their time. They really want to give mm-hmm. their time and they give it because they love to give their their time and they do want to help somebody else and want to mm-hmm. make a difference in someone else's life. And it's hard. It is hard yeah. to find because they will find you ask friends. I asked a lot of my friends that were like best friends. Uh, can you join me? And they're like, oh, I don't have the time. And I don't want to change my life. And <laughs> right. I do it. <laughs> so you start learning, like, you know, that everyone has a different, you know, different. I think it's just part of a really you journal, like, like what you want to be. You, do you really want to have a legacy or you mm-hmm. want to have someone that it really touch your heart and tomorrow if you're not here I, I help so many so many kids so many families so many i i i made a difference in someone's life yeah so i think that was one of my my major reasons i i always been in that type of person that i want to help someone and i'm in the medical field so so i really always wanted to help someone and make someone feel better and do mm-hmm. better for another person. So it's part of my life. But now that I'm developing uh, a mission in trying to change actually global acceptance, because it's really about global acceptance, mm-hmm. I didn't realize how many people really didn't know anything about Down syndrome and didn't even knew that there's no funds for you know kids with down syndrome is like the number one genetic disorder and they have it the less funded in the in mm. the all us and all everywhere so not a lot of people know that and they when they feel that you say oh she your son or your you needs a therapy oh yes you have an insurance but they don't know the insurance don't pay for it. They only have like certain amount of therapies they can get paid, you know, that they can have. Then you have to struggle how to get more therapies. And, and, and so they don't know the challenge their parent with special need kids can have. No. So, 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 yeah, so you start like letting the, your friends and people out there what the really the reality is 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 not so simple, and um, but you're not giving up, and this is an you know yeah. this uh, this organization like Gigi, you know like everybody says to me, but why free? You know why do you want to give that all that free? But it's because of the same reason is there's so many moms uh, they don't have they don't have the financial possibilities of helping their. Right the and a better uh, skills and a better way so why not having something that they feel they feel a little bit less pressure you know now mm-hmm. you have a, a place that you can actually call home you can celebrate your kid you can do so many activities you can learn you can advocate you can make make so many changes in so many people's life and you can do it for free because you don't want to charge them. You really the mission is not to charge because mm-hmm. we put we put that in ourselves. It costs for the for the for the 
for, for us as a nonprofit organization for the whole chapter, it does cost us for all the therapies because we have to find therapy, right. we have to find volunteers, we have to find donations. So it's not free for us, right. but we are the ones that will find free for the families. Yes, it's going to be always yeah. free for the families. They never have to worry about paying for those yeah. uh, uh, therapies or, or, or those programs. But um, we're going to be the ones that are going to be finding the donors and finding the partnerships and finding mm-hmm. the people that can help us to maintain the place and, and the rent because we it's a physical place. So we have to have a rent. We have to mm-hmm. buy. We have to pay for all the suppliers and everything that we have. But we're the ones that, you know, make a team to make it happen and make mm-hmm. find those donations back find those uh, don't, you know uh, partners that will help us to be assist mm-hmm. and, and substantial and GD has showed that it is it is a we have 48 playhouses uh, before the end of the year we're gonna be 56 so my wow. name most likely is gonna be like number 51 and so so it, it shows you there is the need of the community mm-hmm. to have a place like this it makes a difference for the community and it also helps so many families yeah so they, they yeah. we're always going to be here and that's our goal just to be here for life and have a place that we can call them our home and which we can show the you know that we can show actually the community and the and everyone that our kids can do more and more every day and they they have no limits yeah they, they, they're gonna be successful they're gonna be doing everything like any other kid yeah that's such such a beautiful story of you coming to realizations and learning and being able to share that and and going through it with your own family and your own daughter and this idea that yeah. the recurring theme i heard was you know we have limiting beliefs about right. Um, individuals with Down syndrome. You know, we we culturally and globally, like you said, we hear that and it's like, oh no, that person is, you know, oh well, you know, they're not going to have a, a very good life. They're going to have a very hard life. And yeah, I think the, the work that all of us have to do as individuals, but then organizations like yours is the first step is getting rid of those limiting beliefs. Exactly. Um, and I, and I think what you're doing is really important and, and special. So thank you so much for starting, starting a Gigi's Playhouse down, down in South Florida. And we're because, so yeah, we need it. Yeah, because South Florida is very different in other states and different mm-hmm. places. So it is hard because everyone thinking about the beach and having fun and having yeah. fun. But it is incredible because... When you do show them, you know, how our kids, they really, they, the need is there. And then now you're going to give them all this support. And then now you have families that they have no support. They really don't. And and now it's a place where they can actually go mm-hmm. feel comfortable. They can talk to other moms. They can do activities. They can, you know, they, they do get their therapy since their babies. Right. Um, and it's just it's it's just amazing. And yeah. It's, it's, when did you start? 
So we started we started doing like fundraising um, about a year and a half ago. Okay. And so so we needed to have a budget of like um we needed to have a hundred thousand and in the bank for all yeah. order for us to open them sure. because we can pay for rent we can pay for all the programs mm-hmm. and, and then when we have a physical location then it's easier because then we can show ex, ex, like all the programs live and everyone mm-hmm. can come and then don- you know the donors can come and then everyone can see it our programs what they really are and so we started about a year and a half and we are right there we 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 actually um our our donations i've been to uh we have a a hundred twenty thousand. we have uh, congratulations yeah and and so so we right now we are and searching a lease property Okay. We have seen couple lease properties, but uh, we, right now we have a little challenge too because of the pandemic. What happened? Of course. <laughs> so, but yep. one thing that we had really it 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 was a blessing for us because even we are right now in the pandemic. Uh, Gigi as a network organization with the the whole entire Gigi's uh, foundation. Mm-hmm. They develop a virtual program, which are they they are being able to do like training programs for like three three thousand, like no thirty thousand families. Oh wow! Able to from everywhere. I mean, and not just only U.S. Like this is like worldwide. Yeah. Able to use all the programs, live programs and demand programs. They are in our platform that we develop. And it was supposed to be like launch 2021 and we were able to do it 2020. So everyone mm. has all the free programs. They can do it online, at home, and they're from like babies all the way to older ages. Uh-huh. So yeah. So we're very fortunate that even when we don't have the model, the, the brick and model place look mm-hmm. yet, but now we have the programs that the families are using and from everywhere they're using it they can do it on you know live so that kind of worked out positively that's that's really cool so yeah so and it has all the therapeutic all educational Mm -hmm. career skills they 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 do for life changing Mm -hmm. yeah yeah what what's something when when you started out when you started this venture a couple years ago what's something you wish you had known that you would have done differently looking back so one thing that I wish I would know is it was like to really have like if I had friends like very close to like like knowing about nonprofit because that was mm. something that I had no idea about how nonprofits yeah. would work and I had to learn it on my own in little by little and mm-hmm. also like. A network of people like knowing and how to ask because pretty much like you'd never know until you ask. I mm-hmm. I didn't know that, and I was like, I say, oh, I'm just gonna say what we're doing and it's gonna happen. No, it just don't <laughs> right. that way. Right. And yes, it's like a learning. It's really, really a learning process, and that's one thing that I I say to all the playhouses when they start from the beginning. Like I always tell them, I make sure when you do your team, yes, you have a lot of friends, 
they want to help, but you also want to ask them, are they going to be able to help for the next two years? Yeah. Yeah. Just because someone's your friend doesn't mean they yeah. they fit the mission exactly. of your nonprofit. Yeah. A lot of people feel like, okay, it's a nonprofit, so I'm only giving you like 10 minutes of my time. And it's not... <sighs> right. This 10 minutes doesn't work. It's right, like right. any other job. Like uh, if you if you want to make uh, the mission like really be successful and, 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 and open because what we want is the playhouse to be open and be accessible for our, for our mm-hmm. community. So it's, it's a goal. It's something yeah. that you, you set a goal and you need to make it happen. Yep. So a lot of people say, oh, I help you. But, and then like, oh no, too much of my time. I'd rather go to the beach. I'd rather do something else. It's like, oh no, no, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. And they start quitting and quitting and quitting because they don't have that, that, that sense of like help. And, you know, I really want to make a difference in someone's life. They, mm-hmm. It's not in just, in, it's not in their, in their agenda. And, right. Yeah, so right. that's one of the things that I think uh, if I if you ask me, like um, in the beginning, I didn't know how to search like who was the mm. right person finding the, the yeah people who who fit the right roles yeah yeah, and that's I think that's the most important. Once you find that team that has the same mission and the same power and the same mm-hmm. like everyone is on the same pace everyone wants to work hard make it happen you're not getting paid because when you say work hard it's like everybody also think oh you're gonna get paid no you're not getting paid this is a non-profit and, and, and but when you find people and it's is it, uh, it there is there is a lot of people that will do it but you have to find them you have to find them and they really have to be they feel that you know the family and they feel like the bonding and mm-hmm. you find a team and then everything starts making it so much sense and so much easier and i wish right. that i knew that in the beginning but they don't like that our organization doesn't let that doesn't give you the tilt all the tips in the beginning because they do want you to search that on your own yeah. Be able to be successful because right. that's the only way you're gonna be successful. Is like if they give you everything, 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 like, 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 and you're never gonna find out how hard it is to mm-hmm. need those, you know, those donors. Yeah, and that, that's something I've learned in in growing my own business. Is some things you just have to go through yourself and learn them on your own and make mistakes, and that's the only way to learn it. You, know, you can't yeah. read about it. You kind of have to go through it. Yes, yes. So, so those, the, that's what I would say to someone. Was, yeah. It's like, it's not easy. But mm-hmm. right. Up and you're going to find, you really will find the people and you and look for those types mm-hmm. of people that we really want to like be on, on your side mm-hmm. and make it happen. Yes. What about, what about personally? What do you, as you, you know, you're, you're starting a nonprofit that's already extremely personal to you and your family and your, your own experience. What have you found? You know, you've got another job, you're starting a nonprofit, you're, you're a, a, a wife and a mother. What's been the hardest thing personally uh, going through this journey? So personally, the hardest thing is being 
finding the time, mm. the time. And I, I, I think I can say, you know, I pray every day to give me more time. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot to do with like also, you know, God just like give you the time. And because mm-hmm. I find the time. Sometimes I, I'm super busy in my, in my work, in my own work. And somehow I find the time. I find mm-hmm. the time and I find the time to delegate and to help and do a lot of things. Also, only my, like I do it myself. And, but the time, the time is the yeah. most, most in, in like a challenge. The time mm-hmm. in family to the family um, is difficult, has been difficult because, okay, now I'm involved with a nonprofit organization. My husband works. I work, so mm-hmm. one has to give up a little bit. Like so, a lot right. of times, my you know, my husband is a super, super supporter of their organization mm. and the mission, but he gets a little jealous of his time. His time, sure. is time. It's like I want to be like I. I want you to <laughs> focus on just our family. Right. I'm very involved into the organization and then and mm-hmm. make it, you know, everything to work and, and so because we do want to open this year. So it's been difficult. It's been difficult because of him understanding a little bit like all the challenge and the time and we need to make it, you know, this year we opening and everything that's happening with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Still thinking about Gigi and Gigi, everything is about Gigi. <laughs> like, you're like, well, of course, this is my life's mission. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's something that I I feel like I've had to learn is that yes, so, uh, the different different seasons kind of bring different time constraints. Yes. You know, and I think the big thing as as leaders uh-huh. is as long as we recognize, like, okay, I'm launching something new, so for this. You know, it could be three weeks. It could be three years. You know, for this three years, I'm going to be very busy. I'm going to be putting in a lot of sweat equity. Um, But I need to have a a time in mind when things are going to balance out, when I'm able to delegate once the thing is up and off the ground. And if if we're honest about that, I think I think that can work because, yeah, sometimes to build something, you just have to put in the the extra time. But if that becomes our whole life and we, you know, are ignoring yeah. our loved ones, like what what was the point of it? You know. Yes, exactly. And and, and yes, yeah, so that's been the challenge. That's mm-hmm. been the challenge in the beginning. It was like me learning the whole about the organization and plus, you know, a lot of new tools that I was never before even know anything about marketing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So learning all those new tools and new ideas and new and meeting people, my husband was like, no. (laughs) Right. Why don't we change it? So he he was the one like giving up. Like it's like, oh why did I say yes? So what are you hoping, thinking about the, the future, five years, 10 years, what's sort of the the, the dream realized? What does that look like yeah. for, for Gigi's so, Playhouse? So, so my, like the dream of having the location, like we're super, super close. So and mm-hmm. that's another challenge too that we have. Like we're super close, like we're looking for location. Now we're leasing. So mm-hmm. we're in the location, we had like couple, so we're doing the negotiation. 
but now we have the pandemic so like the pandemic is like every like a lot of our friends they they and they know business and they know all about different organizations they're like are you sure you want to open yeah this is the right time but what we had come is is the dream is our dream was we need we want we need DJs in Miami, and not just only mm-hmm. because of Clary or because other fam. It's because of the community, the 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 the, the amazing things that Gigi can bring to the community uh, as a whole, or just having the place in the community. So, so if we don't open, a okay, we'll take one more year, but they the kids are getting bigger. They kids need their therapies. They mm-hmm. families, even now in the pandemic, like parents, I feel very lonely. They feel very like there's not much activities they can do. They can do it in the online, but you know, if you have a physical place and you're taking precautions, you know, with all the regulations and everything, I think if our goal is to open in December of 2020, so pandemic will be. I'm, I'm hoping it will be much better than what we are right now in Florida. Mm-hmm. And and I see Gigi in Miami like, wow, like a place, a place that not just only Down syndrome families. I think it's going to be a place where any family will want to come and learn. The ones that don't have a kid with Down syndrome will love to learn. We love their kids to volunteer because it's going to be a happy place and a, and a place that they will learn a lot from, from society and from helping and, and kindness and acceptance. And I, I think community-wise, like, you know, different cities will come and want to wanna see the place because it's going to be something really, like, unique. It's gonna be something very unique in in families will will have all the resources and will have all the programs that they they need and they were yeah. looking for a place like that. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever wanted to quit? And why why haven't you or why didn't you? I yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I did, I did like um and the I could say probably like in the first year, it was so tough. It was so hard. It was like I I I couldn't find the right like that right uh, board directors like the right group that would you know understand and yeah. have the time. So I was like by myself. Like I mean, I could say probably maybe just two three people working 24 7 like trying to yeah. make things happen and it was a lot it was a lot but uh but I always had in my mind always I must still have it that I I I promised to my little one that uh, we will have a place like Gigi yeah mm, that's beautiful what is if, if you could if you could make the whole world understand just one thing about individuals with down syndrome what would you want that to be um i would tell the whole like to the world like do not limit them don't like yeah. like 
Um, I will say to everyone that before any diagnosis and before any anything that you want to say, learn learn about it and, and, and always give that opportunity. Always give that opportunity first. Don't 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 try to limit them for anything. Like give the opportunity because you'll be surprised how many great things they can do. Mm. And I will say anyone that I that nowadays I I I meet, I I always tell them Alejandra is Alejandra. Alejandra is not Down syndrome. Alejandra is Alejandra. And meet her. Find what she likes. You know, see everything that she's being able to do. And that's the opportunities that you give to someone. You give them the opportunities because yeah. they will show you they can do anything. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. What give us give us the pitch? How can we? How, where can we find you online? How can we help to our listeners? How can they support Gigi's Playhouse? And where can we find you on on social media and online? Okay, so you can find us in Facebook at Gigi's Playhouse Miami, also on Instagram Gigi's Playhouse Miami. We have a website that is uh is a or is slash Miami and was the most important is they if you subscribe for a newsletter you will see everything that we're going all the events that we're doing all the programs that we're doing also um at Lincoln we we are on the Miami Gigi's Playhouse Miami and um it's in, uh, looking at the programs I tell all the families, any any family with a special need, uh, kids or adults, go on the website. They're free. There's so many good tools. They're learning yeah. about uh, sign language, uh, learning about different other things like social uh, skills. They teach so many things, and, and they're there online. They're free for mm-hmm. anyone that wants to use it, even for, like, teachers. They, they want to learn how, okay, now you have a, a kid with Down syndrome in your class. How would you like to treat them or, like, or, or teach them? You know, they, they need a little bit, some, sometimes a little bit more time than other kids. You get all those tools online, and they're yeah. free for you, for professors, for educators, for moms, for parents, for dads, for anyone. They are available there. They are available for any country, any place. They just they're there, available for everyone, free. Wonderful, thank you. Yeah. So, my last question that I ask all my guests is, what's your favorite South Florida restaurant, and what's your go-to meal when you go there? Yeah, so my favorite, believe it or not, like I was telling my husband, I say, like I don't know what my favorite, but my favorite. Um, that yes, he always tells me like, okay, you want to go to is meeting with Lesbian or you want to go to Ceviche One Hundred Five? And I always really go like Ceviche One Hundred Five. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ceviche One Hundred Five. Yes, and um, and then I have a little place that I have. I love it too. Uh, my house is not too close for it, but I when I have to order something to to take out, and I'm in the area like it's called Pilos, and mm. they're also very like 
so they're very special to us and to yeah. me because pillows was found in their name of her aunt and her aunt of the owner of pillows has down had down syndrome so oh. a, so we yeah. have something very in common and where's that located in there they're in brico they are okay. in Brico and they're also in Wynwood. They're opening okay. uh they're opening um hopefully in November this year in Wynwood. But it's called Pilos Tacos and they're amazing tacos. They're wow, that's so great. Good. They're really good. I will I yeah, it. definitely check that out. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Well, Claudia, thank you so much for, for coming on the podcast today. I really appreciate what you're doing at Gigi's Playhouse and I think it's so important and I look forward to looking more into it and recommending it to, to other people. And yeah, just thank you for your passion and for the the mission that you're living out. No, thank you. Thank you for giving me the time and uh you know, it's been a journey and we are very excited. And you no, know, thank you for letting us be part of your show and and be here. And we just trying to do everything, you know, uh, possible and ready. We are ready, ready to like mm. open our how. I love it. Thank you. Thank you all so much for listening. The SoFlo Circle is produced by Stone Circle Media, a Fort Lauderdale-based media company that makes videos you'll want to show everyone. Again, I'm your host, Tim Davis, and you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Stone Circle Media. Please give the podcast a rating and review, which will help more people in our South Florida business ecosystem find the show. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time.